You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more. Today on our show, I'm talking with Claudio Zulian. He's talking to me from... Are you in Barcelona now, Claudio? No. Hello, Barney. I, I am uh, in, uh, in the north of Spain, in Santiago de Compostela, where I'm working to my new exhibition for the uh, next year. So let's talk about that exhibition. Um, what are you What are you working on now in this, in this year? Yeah. Uh, I'm working for the Center of Contemporary Art of Galicia, the SEGAC, and uh, I'm working on a new work, but uh, that's continue uh, in some way what I'm, uh, I have done in other places in Europe and in America, that is uh, to make a kind of exploration of uh, neighborhoods or working with group of people of a particular neighborhood. And um, with these people, I will, I will, with these people, I, I will um, uh, ask uh, them what, which is the memory of the territory, which is the memory of their own lives, because often are the people that have come uh, to this uh, part of town as immigrants, and uh, or as um, they, they in some way they build they, this this uh, town, or or they come to to live there, uh, coming from a long uh, travels. And then, with uh, after a, a first period of uh, exploration, uh, I become able to uh, to identify some uh, particular uh, issues, uh, both uh, from the point of view of the 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 word of the memory of the thing that the people can talk to me, but also about the images that they have uh, in their memory or in their imagination, and uh, the imagination of the town of they live, the imagination of the the future of the, the, <laughs> their life. And uh, with that, I start to, to, to give a shape all this material, normally with uh, video installation or films or video or this kind of material where I can at the same time use the voices and images and sometimes music and sounds. In the case uh, of here of Santiago de Compostela is a, a very particular neighborhood that was uh, the name is Vite, that was built in, in the early 60s, and uh, it's a series of buildings, a regular series of buildings, very rationalistic uh, uh, in the aspect, uh, and uh, uh, the people have come uh, here for, uh, in the period that here in Spain, all the people was uh, living uh, the 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 village where they was born, because uh, in the city it was possible to have a better life. And then uh, in Spain, the half of the population almost uh, changed uh, the, the place where they live in the 60s, between the 60s and the 70s. And uh, 
is a, a very powerful memory of all uh, this uh, kind of transformation of the the life uh, in the town, uh, in the country, and uh, in the in the why they live because uh, they was normally peasant. Agri they they was working on the on the agriculture, and they come here to work uh, in. Uh, in companies or work of in buildings, so which was a very big change at the beginning of uh, the transformation of the city in uh, Spain. Spain. And so you're you're talking with the people now. There, this is this is in this is in progress, obviously. And um, yes. what are some of the stories you're hearing? Because this is very kind of subtle and nuanced, and of course has you know political. Overtones and economic um, issues. Uh, can you share one of the stories that would be an, an example of of what you're um, learning or find particularly interesting as this project develops? Uh, the project is just starting, but uh, another pro another similar project that I made, uh, for example, in Panama, in uh, in the Central America, uh, I was hearing uh, a lot of story about uh, uh, the long travel that uh, all of the people to uh, arrived to the Panama City, and uh, after that. The the problem was, for example, that uh, the the center of the town in Panama become uh, um, was declared by the UNESCO as um, a, a mondial heritage of uh, mankind, I think, and and then the price of the different uh, building become to grow up, <laughs> and the 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 companies uh, become interested to to put out the people of their own houses and they have to resist and there was a big struggle for for the inhabitants of the ancient part del bar del casco antiguo uh, for for stay living in their own uh, houses because uh, the capital want to <laughs> put them out <laughs> And uh, at the same time, what is very interesting to me in this uh, kind of neighborhood and with this kind of people is that uh, uh, you can uh, uh, have the sensation of uh, different ways to, to live. Because I think that at this moment in all the world, the way we live are very, very similar. It's a middle class way to uh, way of life and uh, with a similar desires, similar um, uh, rhythm, similar imagination and I think it is in the margins of the, our uh, cities and uh, sometimes sometime not only in the city but in the margin of the society that you can find alternative, uh, why, different way to think of uh, life. And this is what I try to highlight in my works, not only from the political or social point of view, that is obviously one of the issues of this kind of works, but also from the uh, what I say, what, what can I say, an existential, existential way um, point of view. Uh, even a poetic point of view, because what is important uh, is not only 
to resist, but also to affirm different way of life. Yeah, let's let's talk about that a little bit because the yeah the existential question that you're saying is also very very interesting um, and, and part of what you're exploring because you're you're you also of course write um, regularly and uh, you know are teaching workshops and, and and other things so in 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 your writing that that I've read um, some of it is uh, recent piece was. Um, about kind of workers and the Marxist tradition and, um, and, and what the word worker is in, in these contexts. Um, can we talk a little bit about that and, and perhaps in the context of this, of this last year, uh, this pandemic year, I don't know how that's affected your work, but, um, but I imagine it's affected your writing, um, that, that the piece that I'm referring to, which in English is translated, teach workers how to talk, um, was was just published last month and and seems to speak to a, a number of things but um can you tell me a little bit about that in, in terms of the last year has, has that that seems to really have informed that piece of writing and uh and, and questions about about workers and what that means which could almost be an existential question uh in my last year in fact uh, i have done uh, uh, a new work. I, I have done a film while, while the lockdown uh, because uh, I've not made a lot of work of teaching or maybe conference. I, I, I was writing so, uh, enough, but uh, uh, in fact, I was uh, what I when the lockdown start. I was thinking that. Uh, the time the time have come to do an old project that I have, and that it, it was a project of made a video, uh, of make a video. I at the moment I don't know, and even now I don't know if uh, it will be a film or a video installation about the village where I was born in the northeast of Italy. And because I, I from, there is a long time that I think that is an interesting place from the point of view of my work, obviously, because uh, two generations ago, the, this part of Italy, the north of the province of Padova, near Venice, was a poor agricultural area from which the people, the people migrated. And, and in the recent decades, it had become one of the richest areas in Italy and, and even in Europe. But this, this does not mean that there is no poverty. On the contrary, it is a, um, a new poverty made up of exclusion and migration that are seemingly uh, intertwined with the expression of global affluence. This is a classical uh, contemporary landscapes with, with uh, there is different uh, levels of uh, opulence and affluence uh, and the poverty in the same place and the same time. Uh, and the shock of this transformation is far from being absorbed by the individual or collective psyche, uh, as some in other places of the planet. Uh, in China, for example, I think the China filmography and the China art uh, uh, speak as speak to us very often about that uh, situation where where malaise and dynamism become side of the same coin. And um, 
There was, for some time, I have been collecting story and glimpses uh, of this part of northern Italy. I was born here and left as teenager, never to live here again. And it is a situation that gives a particular nuance to the gaze. Time, uh, both personal and social, passes in another way, almost like a, a time lapse. The changes in the landscape, in the people, in the idea that circulate, circulate acquire a, a, a very characteristic evidence. So, during the spring lockdown, I felt that the time, the time had come to develop and give shape to this material. Because I was thinking that, first of all, people had a lot of time at their disposal. The dialogue uh, could then have the relaxed rhythm that ensures the possibility of deepening and rethinking. And uh, then the unexpected interruption of daily activities and even of the possibility of meeting stimulated reflection and the will to express oneself. In fact, I immediately found a fantastic uh, willingness to talk, to show oneself, and to have the passions to do well what uh, was gradually agreed. Some 20 people lent themselves to this long dialogue uh, on the rhythm, aspirations, uh, projects, exclusion, struggles, desires, frustration and joys of a life, uh, such as the present one in full change. This is how the project of the Magic Mountain, this is the name of the project, was born. And it was a film made during the period of uh, confinement, but uh, it's not, uh, it was not a film. It is not a film about confinement nor about uh, the pandemic. And uh, it was, uh, for me, it was uh, uh, just because I was alone working uh, at home uh, in my studio, uh, completely alone. It was. Uh, a very uh, extreme experience that allowed me to go deep in my own way to work. Because uh, I found myself in a very organic digital writing. The footage was discussed at length uh, with the various interlocutors where uh, we were physically separated uh, but uh, in constant communication. It was made, sent, evaluated, and also redone. And in the editing process, I will then immediately compare the footage, not only to its narrative possibility, but also to the sound. Words, music, ambient sound, and the visuals. Digital color manipulation, speed, change, reframing. And from this draft of the montage, other proposals were then born and discussed again, and so on. This way of working alone allowed me to organically exploit not only my artistic or cinematographic experience, but also my musical and digital and uh, dramaturgical experience. And um, in this, uh, it is in this context of filming writing that the lesson of Thomas Mann, uh, the, writer, the German writer, came to the fore, not only because of the particularity of the period in which, uh, in which uh, the, the, the video it was made, uh, which uh, obviously suggested the title of the film, but also because 
of the Thomas Mann's sen uh, sensitivity to the symbolic dimension of situation and place. In fact, I was thinking that uh, the lockdown uh, have a very particular time that is not a new time, but uh, it was a kind of uh, revelation. The situation revealed a kind of uh, experience that are always there because uh, in the middle class uh, way of life there is an extreme, um, I think, there is an extreme uh, um, activity, uh, frantic activity, but uh, that in fact uh, hide uh, a very static uh, way of perceive the, the life. The life is always the same down of the in, in, in the in the bottom of this frantic activity and uh, um, I, I was uh, very very excited about the result of this uh, film of the magic mountain and from this project a series of projects have been born not this one in which I'm working here in Santiago of Compostela but uh, other works uh, where uh, in, in which I want using the same way of doing things and try to explore other places of the world with a, perhaps a little crazy of ambition to give a picture of the world as it is now in this third decade of the 21st century. I like that ambition. That doesn't sound too big. That sounds, yeah... Um yeah, ambitious, but also exciting, and that makes that makes sense. In this in this last year, and well, in the coming year, um, film, of course, doesn't have the same kind of screenings it used to have. It's online or 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 otherwise. Is that affecting your practice? Do you see that as as changing how people are receiving these films, or or not? Well, obviously, the the pandemic has. Uh, um, have changed all, all the, what, what, what was scheduled, you know? um, and uh, for example, I have the normally I show my film in uh, theatrically, and uh, from uh, is uh, I, I there was a, a kind of parenthesis uh, in the summer of uh, 20, of the the last year where I was uh, able to show a new film about refugees. Mm, we were not born refugees in the theatrically, but after the lockdown started again, and then uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, some, mo some months that I, I haven't, haven't uh, been uh, able to show theatrically my film. But uh, on the other hand, Particularly, all the festivals and uh, all the, um, the, the, the television have uh, the festival have become uh, online festival and uh, television and platform have become the, the place where the people look to the to the film. So as I am able to, I was able to put my film on platform on different platform and. Uh, um, even in Amazon Prime or things like that, and uh, to 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 show in some online festival it was quite good. But I now uh, 
I'm really excited to the idea that in the next month I return to the cinema, to the, to the room of the cinema and to have the contact uh, with the public. And also, what was very important, that is now, uh, at least in, in Europe, is uh, quite uh, easy again to, to, to shoot. To, to make the films, you have not. To, it's not very difficult to travel, and uh, you can work uh, quite easy with a normal uh, uh, crew with uh, with the people where which I work normally, like a dop or like a, a soundist and, and things like that. That is impo very important also. But we are just uh, restart all that all that and uh, we will see for the moment I am in the moment of the exploration and the conception of the new work I have not uh, shooting I am doing a new film about uh, a very old uh, filmmaker from Barcelona Pere Portabella the experimental filmmaker but is a film uh, completely made uh, uh, from the from the found footage from the film that he have done interview and things like that so I have not to shoot well, almost nothing maybe an interview or something like that well I wish you well with that project that sounds exciting and it's good to hear about what's what's happening and, and how um, how the screening of films is also evolving I I want to thank you for talking with me, and I, I also want to ask you one more question, um, a little off-topic, but what are you uh, reading at the moment? <laughs> um, particularly, I, I, read some, I always read different books because, uh, especially when I'm working in the, when I'm starting a new work, I need to, to learn a lot of things about uh, the place, the city, and the history. So uh, it's a kind of work of typical work of, of Bible, of library. But uh, I am reading, particularly at this moment, I'm reading, I'm reading Faust, the, the book of Goethe. Because uh, I'm thinking to do uh, maybe a screenplay from that, and uh, it's fantastic uh, to read uh, an old big book like uh, Faust because uh, it uh, allows you to to have a perspective of uh, your own world. Uh, I think we are. Uh, this is our. Uh, grandfathers <laughs> and uh, uh, you, you have the perspective of uh, the development of the culture uh, not only your culture but uh, a general movement of the culture where uh, finally I, I would like to think uh, that I have uh, a small place in this movement and uh, I can put something in this uh, in this culture that now, obviously, I, I told before that I'm working on, a, on, a, on the crazy idea to make a kind of a picture of the world in, in our times. And I think that now the culture is a global culture where different uh, uh, traditions uh, are, um, are um, reacting one to another. So 
uh, Oriental tradition, African tradition, the American tradition, and European tradition, and uh, the world is made of all all the the contact and even the conflict that are between all these traditions, and uh, that all of us, I think, our generation, our in, to read. Uh, the classical book like Faust in a very new in a very new way and to find uh, I think a kind of new thing new thing and is uh, for that I think that Faust uh, continue to to be a, a classic book it's just because every generation even if the world has changed a lot can find something in this book I think the classic book are just this kind of book, the book that can speak and receive senses of uh, every new generation. Thank you. I, I so agree with you. And uh, Claudio, I want to thank you for talking with me today. I want to wish you well with your very interesting projects. Thank you so much. Thank you, Bainar, very much. It was uh, very glad to speak with you. You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more.